Hello, Kevin. Awesome. You guys are nerds. Damn right. Oh, Kevin, you're so witty. I would stab someone in the face. Oh, that's gross. I'm cutting this, by the way. Bad Philosophy, episode 134, recorded on March 18th, 2013. Hats off. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One, two, Bad Philosophy, episode 134. Uh, we're back, and, and uh, I just want to want to acknowledge something sad before we begin here. Uh, we uh, we lost another episode, y'all. It was a good one. It too. was a really good episode. <laughs> like one of these days, we're gonna we're gonna just pretend that we've lost an episode and say it was the best ever. Yeah, but that's not this time, guys. We, actually, we really did lose another one. Did lose another one. Um, completely my fault. Well, mostly my fault. Uh, we had Nicholas Burkfeld on, which, you know, great. We'll have him back for sure. He's. Uh, have you told him yet? Um, <laughs> Just how he's going to find out. So, so Nick, uh, bad news, man. Um, I mean, we loved having you on the show, but we lost the episode. Uh, it basically, my computer has never done this, at least my new one. Uh, you'll recall back in the day that, that this used to happen sometimes, where I would open up my system and it would just be completely unresponsive or frozen of some sort in the midst of recording the episode. Yeah. At this point, or in this situation, it had finished. I put the computer to sleep. We went off to watch some riff tracks and uh, came back to it later and nothing. So I tried to recover the audio as best I could through Audacity, but... Its recovery mechanism doesn't actually recover anything, so yeah, we yeah. lost we lost Nick's portion of the episode. Yeah. We got with, without me him, and Stephen talking and, and people no empty space responding. <laughs> yeah, some some empty space during you know after which we'll say some non sequiturs and uh, that's pretty much it. Um, if you really really want, we might put it out there just to, in raw form. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, you you wouldn't enjoy it. it I promise you. It wouldn't make much sense. No, it's so, not. It's not like a riff tracks where you know you can sync it up with somebody else and it'll work. And and in addition to that, I, I want to acknowledge. Yeah, it has been a little while since we've done an episode, um, mainly because of that. And also, some some pretty significant things have happened with me since then. Um, I am no longer working at Apple. For one thing, and you did a uh, hand gesture to indicate that Kevin's still. I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna just funny like you're. Yeah. I'm gesticulating. I, I'm it's gesticulating like nobody can see for you. For no reason. <laughs> um, yeah, but Kevin still is. I yeah. I have uh, been offered, or I was offered another opportunity at a uh, at a small creative startup here in Austin, and uh, I can't say much about it right now. We're we're in the very beginning stages, but uh, it's already funded privately, no venture capital, and uh, we're we're gonna try to build a a slow company, like not not try to shoot for a million users, but try to build something sustainable. So it's a lot, a lot of fun for me, but a lot of work, <laughs> and so it's been a little bit more difficult for me and Kevin to, to sync our schedules up. Yeah, but, uh, we finally made it happen, and uh, uh, you know we we bantered for a few minutes before this just about what to talk about. I I was I'll, I'll tell you, Kevin. So I was I was sitting in what what prompted me to want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in Cafe Medici. Um, midst of South by Southwest, mm-hmm. you know that that just recently finished up here in Austin. For those of y'all who don't know, mm-hmm. um, it was a lot of fun. I, actually, we we can talk a little bit about. I mean, there's really not much to say about South I mean, it's by South by um, Southwest. Um, <laughs> I did not do any of the. I guess what you would consider the core activities at South by Southwest. I did not get a badge. Uh, I went to the free stuff, uh, including South by Southwest gaming, uh, South by Create, which was first this year and. Uh, 
Oh, really? There's a trailer for it? It was here. Oh. And I did not get a chance to see it because you had to have badges and wristbands. And yeah, things, yeah. The, there was, mm. This was the one thing so I was excited we're about looking at South at, by. Uh, at South by Film this year, Much Ado About Nothing uh, did show. and uh, Joss Whedon and all of his friends. Yeah. Um, but yes, the trailer's out. That I'm perfectly willing been... to detour and watch it again. If you um, want to take, sure, yeah. Second, let's you know, let's pause. Me. And if you want to watch it with us, it'll be in the, the show notes. So bad. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's different from what I anticipated, though. So it's it, they they filmed this during the um, uh, like while the Avengers was being made. While the Avengers was being like <laughs> or like or like in a two week break or something they had. Yeah, they went to Joss Whedon's place and filmed this. And like it's crazy. But, <laughs> and is it is it? I mean, is something like that possible just because all of them pretty much know the story like the back of their hands? Like I mean, that, just, that's gonna help. Yeah. Um, I suspect most of them know. I mean, the the Buffy musical mm-hmm. came about because the cast and crew of Buffy would sit around his house and sing songs together. <laughs> I mean, like, they, they, they obviously made up songs for the musical, but, yeah. like, they would sit around and sing show tunes and stuff. And so I suspect he has lots of parties like that, and people mm-hmm. were like, I, something along that line's happened, and they're like, oh, we should do Shakespeare. And yeah. enough people know it well enough that you could jump in and, and, you know... I mean, you can make a movie in two weeks. People have done it countless yeah. times. Yeah. Um, and... and much Ado is, I suspect, well-known enough by the majority of them yeah. <laughs> that you could jump in and, you'd be, and, and make it do, mm-hmm. so to speak. Nah, um, see what you did there. But it's got, you know, it's got everybody in it, mm-hmm. uh, from Agent Coulson to Fred, from Angel mm-hmm. to... Nathan Fillion is in there. Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion plays Dogberry, mm-hmm. who is a great role. Like, yeah. I'm super excited. Michael uh, Keaton played him in the last movie adaptation, mm-hmm. in a in a in a very, I suspect, very different way than what Nathan Fillion will do. But in a very, mm-hmm. he's one of my favorite parts of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you ever if you ever just want to enjoy some Shakespeare, um, the Much Ado with Emma Thompson in it is great. It's fun. I mean, okay. it's it's one of his best comedies, one of his best plays. I love it. Okay. Um, but yeah, this one this one has, that that one's period. This one is much more. Modern, but with an almost like 1920s gangster yeah. sort of presentation. Well, it's strange that they, they, they didn't update the language at all. They didn't do like well, contemporary. I would, I would certainly hope not. Yeah, like they didn't. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't do. It's not a. I guess not a. Um, a dialogue adaptation. No, it's, it's just, just a straight. It's the movie adaptation it's just a play. of yeah. the play. Yeah, yeah. Which that's cool. That's real cool. So yeah, um, so we played at South by, but uh, was Joss yeah. Whedon here to introduce it at South by? Probably. Probably, yeah. I don't know. I know Nathan Fillion was here. Corey so. Doctorow was here. Yeah, no, everybody. I, I know everybody comes. Pretty to much South everybody by. was in town. It's pretty much South a big by. thing now. Um, the only the only semi celebrity that I happened to run into, and it was just like a passing mm-hmm. uh, sighting, was uh, Jason Calacanis, which he's like. Probably second tier tech journalism now. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Uh, yeah, no, you, it was it was one of those things that like even even I wasn't that interested in actually saying hello to him. Yeah, that's how you spell it. Uh, yeah, Jason Kelly Canis. Uh, but it was just you know one of those random moments where yeah. it's just like oh that that was that was Jason Calacanis. Yeah. Okay. I wish I, wish, yeah. I, I wanted to get to that. Uh... Free Amanda Palmer concert. That would have been fun. Yes, I, I'm sorry I missed that. Um, just work stuff. Yeah. But um, 
I did make it by uh, Rewind This, which I don't know if you, mm. if you saw about that. Um, that is a documentary, pretty much the first documentary done about the home video revolution, hmm. uh, about VHS. And yeah. it's an interesting, like, I had no idea that that had never really been uh, documented in any, in any real sense in a, in a film. Um, but it was, it's just a, it's a fantastic documentary about hmm. the rise of uh, video, about v, VHS Betamax a little bit, but mm -hmm. just what it did for the, not necessarily democratization, but just the, I mean, it made movies common. That's yeah. the thing. It took, it took the real it took it out of the magic of it was, yeah, it took it out of the movie theater, but it also made it, it was the first widely distributable user-generated medium mm -hmm. where video stores, you know, it was kind of, it was a flat playing field where video stores really needed content. There was just, there was such a demand for, yeah. for consumption of, of VHS video that you had all these, these fly-by-night studios cropping up, you know, making films for next to nothing, mm -hmm. uh, getting really good box art, and, you know, the movies were just terrible. You yeah. Know, that was and we still have that. <laughs> I'm sure a lot, of the, uh, a lot of the content for Rift Tracks and for, for MST3K uh, yeah. came from were just these, these horrible, horrible films. Um, and and it's it just, it, they interviewed hundreds of people and, and just the, a really wide spectrum of, uh, of topics covered. So I, I was going to, to pay to see it, but... Um, Right as I was standing in line for it, uh, some some people came up and were just like, "Here, enjoy the film, free tickets!" Yeah, <laughs> was like, "Oh, this is fantastic!" You know, I really wish I'd gone to more to more films. I think I think next year I will I will spend more time in South by Film than than anything. Like I I, I might get a gold badge. South by so Film has always been the one I've wanted to go to. Like as far as yeah. anything, that's the one that's always interesting. Well, and you you can you can you can rush you can rush ticket if there's yeah, a film you really want to. See. to. I don't like lines. I don't like waiting. It's, it wasn't that bad at all. Like especially yeah. if you wait till later in the week. What yeah. I found was, you know, after after all the the uh, badge and wristband people have seen it, and after most people are are drunk mm -hmm. and, and done with the, <laughs> the conference, you see them later in the week. There's no line at all. Like the rush yeah. line for I saw two films on Saturday. Um, one was the retrievals, a, a period piece set in set around the time of the Civil War, but mm. um, just like on the periphery of it. Um, very much like a, I don't know. It, it had sort of a mythical, like timeless quality to it, and being sort of, sort of a coming of age epic, but also like a journey story in, in many ways. But um, anyways, that the rush line for was like ten people, yeah. you know, <laughs> really easy to get into. And then rewind this, it was like ten people, and yeah. I got a free ticket. So it was really well. I should have I should have maybe tried harder because the yeah. not only was much to do here, it was playing at the village. Oh, like man. one of these standard ones, and I'm like, eh, yeah. it'll be packed. Um, it probably was incredible. I mean, Joss Whedon. Into. Oh, it'll draw. It's gonna fill all the brown coats in Austin. Probably came yeah. out for that one. Um, but it played, you know, three or four times over the course of the festival. Yeah, which is cool. So, uh, so that was that. Um, wow, long rabbit trail to get back to. <laughs> so I you was, were looking at people at South by Southwest. In the midst of South by Southwest, and I, you know, just in terms of fashion. I've noticed that it, it, it looks like, in my best analogy that I can come up with, like someone took a Goodwill, and threw it into a tornado, and then just like dumped that on a crowd of people. Yeah, I know what our, <laughs> I know what our closing song is going to be. <laughs> thrift, thrift Shop. Thrift Shop. I hear uh, Ryan Lewis and Macklemore played um, at some MTV show here during South by I wouldn't well, be surprised. So. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm a little annoyed that that song is so popular. Oh, it? it's not a good song. No, I, I like it. I think it's a it, fun song, but uh, I just, I mean, so I first heard Rabbit Trail. Uh-huh. I just heard, I first heard uh, Macmore and Ryan Lewis at, uh, on Tiny Desk, NPR's Tiny Desk podcast, uh-huh. um, which is, it's a great way to find new music. Like it's, you know, it's, you know, at a tiny desk. It's a little video podcast and they, <laughs> they play music. Um, but anyway, he did um, Thrift Shop, but before that he did a song called Same Love, which is a great song. I still um, haven't listened to it, but, but somebody recommended it to me. And... And so I was like, same love, and like I, it's a, like you, you hear it, and it was the first thing I'd heard by it. I'm like, whoa, this is intense, this is good, mm-hmm. I'm down. And then they went to thrift shop, but I'm like, eh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, much more uh, pop. I mean, yeah. but and then of course that's the one that gets the worldwide attention. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what everyone that we know exactly yeah. like when they told me about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I heard about it from Robert Bowler at the store, and mm. I mean, he he loves it. Robert Bowler is a friend of ours; um, is a huge advocate for um, alternative desserts. Um, I really respect him for for. Uh, I mean, they had a protest during during South by Southwest. Oh a- yeah, against I remember that against the dessert establishment. And, yes, uh, the, the I mean, full bananarchy. on full on bananarchy. Uh, it was you know banana costumes and and yellow signs and. I mean, they must have had at least a half dozen people uh-huh. in, in that in that protest. And yeah, so I just I, I glanced at a shit my students say. And, <laughs> okay, do you want to um, do you want to share? Uh, just as we know, the loves between the female and the male originate from the menstrual cramp. Because <laughs> I'm not done. Because the most part of people are heterosexual. Uh, oh boy. Um, I can't. I can't English. I can't English or biology. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's where love came from was menstrual cramps. Speaking of bananas, um, in all seriousness, though, the the bananarchy banana stand. If you happen to be here in, in Austin, there is a banana stand, and there's money in it, and it's delicious. It's Give it a shot. Not the money, the, the frozen bananas, but. Money's delicious too. The money is delicious as well. <laughs> nom 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 money. Uh, yeah, so thrift shop, fashion styles. I'm sorry. We're yeah, blender, blender. It's thrown at South. Yeah, by. if you threw if you threw a Goodwill into a tornado and then just dumped it on a bunch of teenagers, that that is basically what what downtown looked like. Um, just absolutely any style from the last forty years that you could possibly imagine. You know, no, I mean. What really astounds me about that, I mean, there's, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm ambivalent. You know, on the one hand, cool, you know, people are expressing themselves, being whatever. I really don't think it is about self-expression. I think people are just getting whatever yeah. um, with, with very little direction. Um, and then on, on the other, it's like there's really, you know, an, an era and an age is sort of, Defined by our fashion sense, you know, mm-hmm. it sort of has been. It's know? how we remember it visually. It's how we remember it, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and this is, Kevin brings up a great point here. If you do something ironically, with air quotes, right, you're still actually doing it. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you can't like if someone sees you on the street, they don't know whether you're wearing that ironically or yeah. When you're when you're a 35 year old man yeah. wearing skinny jeans and a skinny jeans and a Cub Scout uniform. Um, You're still a thirty-year-old guy wearing a Cub Scout uniform. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and for me, it's it's like, 
we've had the whole hipster episode before. The last yeah. last time, yeah. Um, I was at Texas Tech. We did uh, we did that. Was it that long ago? Uh, well, it was when I visited back in, uh, oh, okay. in 2010, I think, or that's, 2011. That's still a long time ago. That's now. still a long time ago. <laughs> but um, you know, our friend Brian Mitchell is is all into. Well, he he wears a hat. Mm-hmm. So and that's not. I a, wear a hat. You wear you wear hats, but I what I saw and this mm-hmm. this is what got me onto this in, in the first place is it it all of a sudden and I'm not sure when this occurred. But it all of a sudden became a thing for um, for young women to wear bowler hats, like very, hmm. very, I guess what you would say traditionally masculine hats, not fedoras and not yeah. like big, you know, wide brim sun hats, but like bowler hats. Um, and, and I just, I wondered like when, when that became a thing, if it was just sort of like a, well, this is not a thing that men really do anymore. And so that like traditional symbol of masculinity or yeah, class or something has been like co-opted and it's not it's not common but mm-hmm. it's like it's a thing it's certainly a thing among here's Fergie wearing one yeah okay right so there's a good example um and I, I don't know like it, it's just uh and not just bowler hats but you know yeah. many you know fedoras and such like and it and it works, I suppose. Like, yeah, that's that's a good example. Um, this, and uh, yeah, that's Kira Knightley. Right. Okay. So there, <laughs> there's, huh? And and I wonder, you know, being a hat person, Ken, because mm-hmm. you very much are. Like, you've yeah, all, I you, dig hats. Have you always been a hat person? Like, is that something you inherited um, or something you chose? Since or? high school. Okay. Um, or or early college, as uh, when I started wearing a hat regularly. Um, and I'll be honest, I did it originally as, as not necessarily ironic, but to be different. I've always done, I've always, and ask my mother, I've always <laughs> done things in an attempt to be somewhat nonconformist. Okay. Um, you know, and as ashamed as I am to admit it, I brought back popping the collar. Oh, d- did you? Not intentionally. Do we, do we have well, you to blame for it? That... I sometimes feel like it. Oh. Um, and that's not really, but... Um, <laughs> Sixth grade, uh, I went to a middle school, um, like you do in sixth grade, and we had uniforms, school uniforms. Mm-hmm. And I was never like, a, you know, I didn't really care about school uniforms. That wasn't the thing. Like some people protested when the school went to uniforms and was like, oh, this is terrible. Right. Our kids will just compare what shoes they wear, which is not true at all. No. But whatever. <laughs> Um, although apparently now it's really easy. Like a third of the people at that school no longer wear uniforms because you can just say, I don't want to. And you don't have to if your parents sign a note. But anyway, so back then, uniforms, there was like one guy in the entire school who didn't, who didn't have to wear them. Mainly because he got his mother to say it was a religious thing. It totally wasn't. Uh-huh. Because um, he wore Jinkos all the time. <laughs> Remember Jinkos? Remember no, Jinkos? Oh, J-N-C-O. They were... I'm sure they didn't start off this way, but in my lifetime, they were the suburban gangster jeans. Oh, right. Um, Basically, just just massive shorts. They, yeah, they were, they were really long jeans. Yeah. Um, they were they were a huge deal. Um, yeah, Jinkos. They're sort of like, um, I mean, they're they're a conic section in a very significant yeah, they're huge. Way. They're yeah. they're like the the epitome of bell bottoms. Where the bell isn't just the bottom, it's the whole thing. Yeah, like they're yeah. like 
they were like, here's they're, a picture of a guy with an cow- iPad in his back pocket. They're, they're cowbell bottoms. That's, that's an, what they are. Yeah. An oh iPad in his back pocket. I mean, that's, that's. And not like an iPad mini, but like, no, a like an iPad. iPad. Um, um, and so that's, and that's the Jenko. Um, anyway, but he, they, they were at my middle school, like the thing. Like if you were hip, you wore them. Jenkos are coming back hard, dude. Um, and they were silly. But yeah. that's that's okay. We again, we're talking about wearing silly things anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, here's someone wearing Jinkos as a shirt, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or a jacket. Something. So so the it's so but it was so anyway. So the point of my story. Hats, though, yeah. Well, before that is okay. is I in my attempt to stand out and be a nonconformist, mm-hmm. popped my collar all the time. That was just my little stand up thing. That was okay. what I did. Got beat up for it more than one occasion too. Oh. And it's funny. Because the guys who beat me up are probably the same guys who, ten years later when we were in college, were popping their collars and saying, brah. Yeah. Um, which I find amusing. And so, oh, it's, it's incredibly amusing. So um, in, in, in my mind, I'm thinking, aha, I've gotten my revenge. Because now everybody's making fun of you for your popped collar. Mm. Not everybody, obviously. But I'm making fun of you for it. So, so that eventually led to me just saying, hey, I want to have a hat. And so I asked for one, and I got one for Christmas, and, and that's this one. And I've had this the longest. It's my oldest hat. Oh, you're wearing your oldest hat. Yeah, I, okay. it's the one I wear the most, because it's still probably my favorite. Okay. And um, it's, uh, what would you classify this hat as? I would call it a C-crown fedora. A C-crown fedora. Which is different from the fedoras you see. Like, okay. the, the majority of fedoras, <laughs> and, and because I do this... I look at everybody else's hat, like, particularly if you're wearing a fedora. Right. So not only do you wear a hat, which is uncharacteristic yeah. of most people, but you also wear a, a, a hat that is uncharacteristic of most hat wearers. Yeah. What, okay. what is most common is the trilby. Okay. Um, this, is, this is what I call the short, what, what I think of as the short-brimmed fedora. Yeah. Um, let's see if we can get to a uh, Google image. I'm sure we'll have plenty of them. Yeah. Um, trilbies are often very short brims, usually under an inch. Um, they are often what's called a pinch crown, as opposed to a C crown. What's this one? I'm sorry. I just we're also looking at the fedoras of OK Cupid Tumblog and uh, yeah, I actually closed that one. Yeah, is there something good on it? One guy that says, you know, um, I am often seen wearing a fedora, and I'm really good at. I can make an eggplant parm that will render chicken absolutely useless. True story. I. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, they're just you know, yeah, it's amusing. Like, but yeah, so traditionally or not traditionally, typically you'll you'll see trilbies way more often than you'll see wide brim fedoras. Mm-hmm. Um, the majority of what you see on fedoras of OKC are well, I say I'm, there's lots of lots of things. Mm-hmm. So trilbies, yeah, that's that's a trilby. Yeah, um, you'll see pinch crowns are more common. Um, so mine is called a C crown because the back part of it makes a C. Okay. Uh, the pinch is the one that looks kind of more like um, George in uh, It's a Wonderful Life. So okay. it's sort of got a single crease going down the middle of it, um, which is, again, what you more commonly see. Yeah. Um, although on, on the trilbies that you, but it's, you know. Right. Those are, those are the common ones. Um but yes, they they come in all shapes and sizes, and I've I've never liked short brim hats. Mm. Like even before they were big, I was like I was, I saw them at Hot Topic because that's of course where these things came come from. I see. Okay. Um, like this one has a skull on it. That's totally from Hot Topic. Yes. Um, and I'm like, man, that looks silly. Like it doesn't look. 
proportional, obviously. It's well, I mean, I guess, so, so take fine. a step back. You uh-huh. know, there, there's, um, and, and, you know, there's a wide variety of hats. There, there yes. have been. Even in the last hundred years, there have been a wide variety of hats. The pork pie is a favorite of mine. I don't wear them, but I like mm-hmm. them. Okay. Uh, pork pie hat. Um, okay, so um, that's sort of a... That's a flat, a flat top. It's a flat top. Yeah. It actually comes from the... Apparently, I knew a costumer once who told me this. It was actually the shape of a can of pork. Oh. Um, was that, that shape that became the, the pork pie hat. Okay. Um, also very short brim, but a flat top, um, and you could smuggle a can of pork inside of it if you so desired. <laughs> this is what uh, Jason Raz wears. Yeah. Um... Yeah, if you see Jason Mraz, he wears a pork pie. Um, well, that's not a pork well, pie. Well, no, he's... Uh, yeah, it looks like... I've seen him in one. He has he has a trilby in most of these, yes, doesn't he? Yeah, most of these are trilbies. Yeah. That's a... Uh, I don't know what you call that. I was going to call it a golf cap, but... Yeah. Which is another one you don't see as much of. A newsboy cap sort of thing. Right. But those are those are around. I'm sure... Why I don't know why we're not looking at list of hats. Okay. On Wikipedia. <laughs> the Wikipedia list of, list of hats. Because you know that exists. Uh, yeah. Lists of fictional ducks exists. List of headgear. List of headgear. So, hats, caps, bonnets, helmets, hoods, headbands, headscarves, wimples, masks, veils. Yeah, I want to see the aviator hat come back. Let's see the hipsters start putting that one on. Oh, man, yeah. Um, gosh, and just in terms of hats, there's there's just over a hundred. The Kubra, the, yeah, the Aviator, Balmoral, Baseball, Batting Helmet. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's whatever you can imagine. And, and, and you know, Do you taking, taking a step back, yeah. the, the, the idea, I guess, like, the, the, the purpose or what, what, would, what would, like, drive someone to wear a hat? Um, I mean, there's practical considerations. Keep the like, sun out of your eyes. Keep the sun out of my <laughs> eyes. There's, you know... Uh, Helmets, of course, you know, can protect your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, at, at one point, hats, though, like as a as a point of fashion, you know, would sort of like make yourself appear larger, you know, or mm-hmm. well, or at one point, and I, I, I can speak only about recent history. Yeah, like we're talking Mad Men era. The hat was just it was a, a the thing you wore to keep your head dry outside. Right. Um, you know, and and it was considered improper to wear it inside. You took it off when you came in. It was yeah. it was a it was much more a functional piece. That has now, I think, particularly in the case of the fedora and similar, has become a fashion piece. Really? Um, well, just in the last hundred years, let's just maybe nostalgia. Got to it somehow, like, say, a hundred years ago, nineteen hundred, you still had top hats, you still had bowlers, you mm-hmm. still had a lot of a wide variety of, of hat types. You know, we, we sort of have the, the money bags idea yes. of uh, you know, Mr. money bags. One near the bottom is that is that just called the top hat? Yeah, yeah, top hat. Also, top a, hat. a topper. Which you is know. what Lincoln wore. Yes, uh, but certain. I mean, I'm sure there are even varieties of, of top hats. Mm-hmm. Um, some have a band. This was a stovepipe. A stovepipe. Yes, Abraham Lincoln in a silk hat. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and those, you know, th- those add a, a top hat does something very uh, substantial, which is you know, it adds apparent height to it makes a you seem taller. Makes you seem taller, right? So you'd see short guys wearing them a lot, and. Uh, Oh yeah, and and T Pain, of course, because he's T Pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Papaka. 
I'm just clicking on the list of hats not worn as often. Okay. And these don't have pictures, so it's not as exciting. Piff helmet, Streamo. There, there are so many varieties of hats, but but I guess it it, it comes as a surprise maybe. Like hats just aren't that big of a thing in the Western world anymore. It's not not in the sense that they probably once were. Yeah, I mean baseball caps. But, yeah, but we don't, I don't consider you know a baseball cap is just sort of like the generally accepted mm-hmm. hat in America. Yeah, you know? um, a Yankee like cap or whatever. Either. Yeah, no, I, they're they just feel odd on my head. <laughs> yeah, um, and the, I think you know the, <coughs> the baseball cap itself was sort of a practical thing, right? Yeah, like, well, it came from baseball. It came from baseball. You wanted to wear a hat to block the sun, or whatever. well, and it fit like, under your batting helmet. Yeah. Um, Maybe it didn't. I may have made that up. <coughs> you sneezed. I did. Yeah. Twice. Um, let's see what Wikipedia says on the baseball cap. And then you get the trucker hat, which came from the baseball cap, which is a sort of a variety mm-hmm. thereof. It's interesting that the... That is. For baseball cap, the, the feature image is of a Texas Tech double T. Red Raiders baseball cap. That's got to be like someone just edited it and nobody's picked up on that yet. Like... I don't know, maybe. Why isn't it a Yankee cap? You know? Well, this article <laughs> may need additional certifications for verification. Of course it will, yeah. Um, Interesting. No. Oh, it's just, well... I guess in, in terms of... Uh, uh, I'm, losing, I'm losing, like, articulation of the, of the question more than anything, like... Why hat? Why hats? Like, you know, does any any particular person like why why is why don't people just wear top hats? Like, why is that not a a thing anymore? Is it just you know cultural forces shifting away from it? You know, we we have the hoodie now. I have a have, top hat. You have a top hat? Yeah, I don't wear it real often. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's my formal hat. I wear it more formal occasions. Okay, um, I totally have a picture of me wearing it on Facebook. So you you have this feeling of like certain hats for certain occasions. I do. Like okay. Um, you know, some days are just beret days. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see all of my variety of hats. How can um, you? Um, how do you? How do you distinguish? Like, what what kind of hat to wear in what circumstance? I don't usually. And that's, not, <laughs> that's not a great picture of it, but that's I'm wearing my top hat in that image. Oh yeah, it's um, cut off at the same point that your normal hat yes. would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wish there used to be because that that image is from a film shoot I was at. Oh. Um, And I think the video got removed from YouTube. Um, of the actual film that you were in? Yeah, yeah. It was a short film. And... Yeah, it was called The Napping. Like kidnapping, but The Napping. Hmm. And it was just like people sleeping the entire time, right? No, uh, it was as a K. Oh. The canapping. Oh, canapping. Um, the canapping. <sighs> Not flint napping. Do you think, like, young guys are wearing fedoras more often because of Jason Mraz? Like, as sort of a, I'm, I'm cool, you know. Yeah, and I think, I think you've got your, your Jason Mrazes, you've got your Don Drapers. Um... Yeah, I mean, certainly, I mean, it's, certainly it's, Mad Men has a has a 
yeah. cultural impact of some sort. Well, like Banana Republic's got a whole Mad Men collection, collection right yeah. now. But in in so doing, like in, in this is this may have been something that we touched on before. Uh-huh. Sort of that that everything everything old is new again, or everything everything new is just you know we're very consciously all at the same time recycling the the trends of the past. You know, rather than you know you and I saw Looper, right? Yes. Yeah. Like there was there was that comment in, in there at one point of just like God, you know, put. Put like a glow stick on there, you know, or something. <laughs> like, like wear, wear something shiny. Like all these, he, you know, one of the characters described these as twentieth-century affectations. Mm-hmm. You know, this this idea of sort of looping back and recycling back, and you know, only only dredging up the the styles and the the fashions of the past. You know, yeah. And you know, we're just it all just sort of is coming together now. And you know, you can wear pretty much anything, and and you know. Within reason, maybe, but well, that's the thing is what, what's reason at that what's point. Reason, like, what's yeah. within reason? Yeah, but um, I mean, you can like celebrities certainly can get away with wearing pretty much anything. You know? Yeah, um, I want to see. Austin, I want to see ironic cross dressing come up. Ironic cross dressing. Yes. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, because again, you know, you're still you're cross dressing. You're still. Yeah, but so yeah, so and, and that's and that's why you don't you won't see it happen. Yeah, you know. I think that's why. So is is the whole ironic excuse just that? You know, oh, I'm wearing it ironically, just sort of like a, you know, you'll let me off the hook for it type of a thing. But you only do that for stuff that you would, you really, I mean, you're okay with wearing it, like you're. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, you're not you're not wearing it to make fun of yourself or of anybody else. Really, you're wearing it. Really, because that's what you want to wear. Yeah, um, but you can use the whole "I'm wearing it ironically" excuse if there is an inkling Ooh, of disapproval. There's some weird things that come up when you Google ironic cross-dressing. <laughs> yeah, this one scares me. Um, uh. um. <laughs> that's right. not ironic. That's just humorous. Well, where, where's the line there? Well, yeah. I guess yeah, yeah. yeah. Although one of the top links is for the uh, the movie Sorority Boys, I mean this is I mean this is one of the things. That's there's a, there's a limit. Ironic cross dressing. There's yeah. there's sort of a limit to you can't wear just anything. Yeah. Um, to what it is, and and that's why it amuses me that that hipster has sort of become codified. Yeah. In in a in a in a way that it's almost like it seemed like it was sort of a look how different we are we're doing we're we're bucking the norm, mm-hmm. which lots of trends have done. I mean that's right. long hair in the '60s was bucking a, a norm at one point in time. That's you know the, the Beatles had to get their hair cut because it was too long. Yeah, um, and and people copied that. And so I mean I get that that's how these things sort of happen. Well, I like the way that, that these uh, counterculture movements. PBS Idea Channel articulated is you know you might already be a hipster. Yes, know? yeah, yeah. Like, that sort of thing. It's like it's. It's just you're you know you're just naming that idea of mm-hmm. you know disruption in counterculture. Um, yeah, it's. None I, of this cross dressing is ironic. Yeah, no, it's just it's just cross dressing. Yeah. Although I have thought about wearing like a dress or a skirt to work and just not saying anything just not about saying it. Anything, yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, just and, and not even doing it ironically, doing it earnestly. Yeah. Um, just to, to you know say, look, I can do this, and Apple is probably the kind of place where I could get away with it. Yeah. For um, sure. which, so I'm kind of lucky in that I have a workplace like that. But yeah, um, anything below the waist is up to you. Yeah. yeah. At least I came in with a freaking awesome cargo skirt yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I was super jealous. <laughs> 
Um, she is, um, just to rabbit trail, this, this person we know at work, is being South American, is she Colombian or? I don't know. Uh, I've never asked. Yeah, I'm, I forget, but um, she she is just much more bold with fashion, I think, than, than anybody else in the store. Just very, very out there and okay with it, but... Um, then, you know, we have those people from time to time that will just really, what? <laughs> um, yeah, this is, this is the, uh, the, the Team Fortress 2 classes as if they were cross-dressers. Um, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> that's a... Uh... Well, I mean, and they're, they're, they're all kind of appropriate. You've got the spy wearing a maid's outfit, which is only tangentially, but scout. that's a tennis dress the scout's yeah. wearing. The medic is dressed as if as a, sexy a nurse. nurse. Yeah. I'm not getting the... Um, sniper. The sniper is just wearing an evening gown? Yeah. Um, and the engineer is is got a southern accent, so he's dressed like a southern belle. Okay. That's the... Um, I mean, I guess that works. Yeah. You get weird things when you Google sometimes. Yep. Well, we're we're hitting kind of the the end of your time, right? <laughs> and uh, well, I got another fifteen twenty minutes. Yeah, I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, the demise of Formspring. So, as y'all oh, know, yeah. we we have used uh, Formspring on the show for a good year and a half, almost. Well, since two, it came out, just about. Really, since it came out, I yeah, think was, so. Yeah, we, we saw that it says like, oh yeah, this is a platform where we can directly engage our audience, in, you know, through questions and um it's shutting down apparently formspring is not bringing in revenue uh, no. it's one of those examples of a startup that you know got a bunch of users and then is sort of just struggled to, to hang on and there's not a clear revenue model for the questions you know <laughs> like unless you're showing people ads there's not a good uh, i found ironic cross-dressing oh did you okay. james frank with the oscars two years ago uh, when they came out in an evening gown and she was wearing a tuxedo, uh, that was that was what I would call basically because everything James Franco does is quote unquote ironic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's there you go. Of course, it was only for uh, one bit. It wasn't like an out and about everyday sort of thing. Yeah, it was actually supposed to be the joke. It was like, aha, he's in a dress, yeah. which isn't funny. No, um, no, not at all. But. Uh, but anyways, yeah, yeah. Form, form spring. Form spring's going away. Going away. Goodbye. So, so um, you can't ask us any more questions. Well, you can. I mean, so, if you put them on like our comments or well, Facebook we really, page. What, what I'll say is yes. Um, from now on, it'll be through our Facebook page. If you want to, if you want to ask us anything, uh, we check that pretty often. Go to facebook.com/badphilosophy, and you can ask us questions on there by simply posting on our wall or uh, by you know actually. Sending us a message if you if you so desire. Did we, we pass three hundred likes on Facebook? Maybe. I think so. Scroll down a bit. Uh, uh, yeah, we did. We're three hundred four. Well, we have a new four hundred four page. Yeah. Uh, did you not see this? No. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> Kevin just saw the new four hundred four page for the first Authentic time. Authentic <laughs> reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Stephen. Thank you. I, mean, I, I, thought, I thought you'd seen that already. No. Oh, man, that was good. Um, so, 
Uh, just to, to describe a little, if you haven't gone to our 404 page, which I don't know how you can actually... Well, there's a link to it on our uh, Bad Philosophy page. There is. If you go to, uh, yeah, badphilosophy.com slash blog 404.ph slash blog slash 404 .php, you'll, you'll see it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I won't ruin it for you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, once once I thought about it for two seconds, I was like, "Oh, this makes perfect sense," you know. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I really want to do more of the the philosophers as characters type of stuff on the site. With the yeah, I don't know if I ever did. I ever show you the um, my really bad attempt at a um, a web comic called Arian Soph? Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, where it was. Um, uh, Sophocles and and Aristotle and Aristotle, yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I have it on my computer anymore. I need to show you my my very bad attempt at a at a comic, and uh, it's called Chess Masters. Hmm. This is about um, uh, Abe and John. They were just guys who played chess together, and Abe was had a huge beard, and um, John was just a white guy. Um, there was really no no point to it other than just the fact that that Abe was you know silent most of the time and yeah this was the webcomic I made back in two thousand two they're all stick figures they barely look like yeah I can't philosophers draw, but this isn't Arian Soph oh okay this is the webcomic I made back in two thousand one um, <laughs> so twelve yeah. years ago twelve years ago oh my god um, it's pretty bad dude.keenspace.com will get you there. Wow, it's not it's so not good. comic Genesis is still online though. All Apparently. this stuff is still there. Wow. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like it's it's you know there are jokes. Mm -hmm. um, there are characters. Um, Pierpont and what was the other one? It's funny that we went sort of the same direction. A lot of a lot of the uh, the chess master comics ended with just a single panel of "I hate you." Like just that. Well, that was that was supposed to be funny at the time. It was a good, um, good punchline, yeah. My first ever hand drawn strip. Oh, um, <laughs> and you and you titled it that. I see. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, because I actually, I actually, when I was making these, I would hand draw them all first mm -hmm. and then remake them in, in um, so I would, I'd be able to do it in a notebook. Right. And I had I had pages and pages of it. Dude.comicgenesis.com. Um, yeah. I actually typed in dudegutkeenspace.com and it took me to this one. Because uh, it used to be Keenspace. It then became Comic Genesis. Dude is hosted on Keenspace, a free web hosting and site automation service for webcomics. Yeah. It has a rad GIF in the, in the bottom left. GIF or GIF? GIF. GIF? Why? Because that's how you say it. Mm. GIF is a peanut butter. GIF is a moving image. Yeah, but who buys GIF anymore? Lots of people. Really? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> How many, let's see, um, peanut butter market share. This is definitely not something <laughs> I've ever Googled before. Oh, man. The popularity issue, peanut butter, GIF, Business Week. This is from, wow. uh, I can't. I mean, this is, I mean, it's, I'm trying, but. I think I found a chart, okay. Here we go. Oh no, that's market share of Twitter clients. <laughs> How about this? Market share of brands of peanut butter. Alright, what are you looking for in there? I'm just browsing through these things I wrote years ago. Okay. This is one of the most prolific creative art, art things I've ever done. Ah. Um, somewhere in here... 
Because I had two secondary characters. I had a uh, satanic toilet. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently, Jif is the most popular peanut butter brand in the United States. See? Uh, okay. Well, I mean, if choosy moms choose it, eventually there's no choice. I had, like, freaking storylines. Did you? Yeah. I can't remember doing all this. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking back at it, and I'm like, yeah. Isn't that strange when you, like, when you rediscover work that you did that you forgot about? It's a duck. It's a duck. It's a fictional duck. That should be in the list of fictional ducks. I mean, this is... Whoa. Uh, yeah, this is... This a really huge scan of a... Yeah, I didn't know how to resize things. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, these, were, these were my friends in high school. Ah. Um, that was me. That yep. was Micah. That one's Casey. And that one's Joel. Cool. We sat on a couch. We called it the drama couch. I had to figure out how to draw a couch. Couches are freaking hard. This was going to be an ongoing thing I did. See, so it should be called couch. the drama couch, where it was. DR yeah, that would have worked. A yeah, but except it wasn't. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I think we've we've sort of fizzled wow, to the is, end of the oh, that's, that's, prom. Yeah, that's when I got invited to the front to the prom as a freshman, which is pretty awesome. Oh, cool. That was it, like an accomplishment for you. For yeah, I was excited. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these are some sketches I did. Wow. Um, yeah, Spotlight Man, because that was my job on a play, and so I sketched and stuff. Oh, here's... Wow. That is the cue sheet for the show I was working on. Wow. Um, for Annie. That was Annie. And these are doodles and things I did. Huh. Man, I miss this. This is kind of cool. Like, <laughs> Sorry. Well, well, well. Kevin is nostalgic hard over here. Well, um, I've gotten to the end of it, so that's, we'll that's the end of the um, the archive. Oh, okay. Um, Impressive. Wow. Five twenty-two oh two. Over ten years ago. Yep. It's crazy to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of miss it. I wasn't good, as you can tell just by reading them. But very little. I mean, there was my... there was there was something you know. I had jokes. Something nascent there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's on the show. Sorry. Yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> well, we thank you all for listening to this this disjointed... Wacky. Wacky, crazy... Let's Go. not put Thrift Shop at the end of the show. Okay, good. We'll, we'll figure out something else. Yeah. Um, if you want to engage us, formspring.com slash badphilosophy is no longer a thing. There will I mean, not it's be still a, there. When is, when is it actually closing? Can we still have a form squeeze? Yeah, of course we can. Without Formspring. We'll just we'll call it the form squeeze for any questions you happen to put on yeah. the, uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com slash badphilosophy, twitter.com slash badphilosophy. Uh, if any of y'all are still out there, we March would, 31st. So you've got yeah, March 31st. a very short period of time. If any of y'all are still out there, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, please re-engage with us, even if it's just like two of you and maybe Numerono fanboy... Matt Epperson, if you're still out there, say hi. Hmm? What? I have a thing for after the show, Kevin, sorry. Okay, Kevin has a thing for after the show. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And you can follow Kevin on Twitter at twitter.com slash kevsond or at dude.genesiscomics.com. Yeah. I've never, I, I don't even know if I could update that anymore because I don't know any of the passwords. Oh, uh, well, I'm for... sure you can recover your password and, and maybe Kevin will start updating it again. So Probably not. Um, <laughs> But Maybe that'd be cool. It's possible. Go there anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. And, uh, you know, whether you're wearing a hat or not, we still love you. We'll see you next time on Bad Philosophy. It feels under something like that. I 
Stop reading any comments on the internet, Kevin. Don't, yeah. So yeah. I started reading those. And you know who drives me up a wall? Mm. The men's rights activists. Oh, yeah. They're like, whoa, what about men? You know? Yeah. Well, just like the first one I got to, like I was three comments down because I yeah. didn't remember to not read comments. And it was like, it's well known that the majority of their wage gap comes from women not taking higher paying jobs who choose to work for less. And it's like, no, that's no. not what the wage gap means. Yeah. The wage gap means someone working the same job in the same position with the same amount of work gets less off. money. Yeah. That's yeah. what the wage gap means. Not uh, men in general earn this amount of dollars. You know, all the men's salaries added up is this much, and women's salaries added up is this much. That's not what it means. No, don't, oh, read, don't read comments on the internet. Don't read comments, don't read comments on, the, on internet. the internet, Kevin. Nope. Read, read the original article and then Stop. ignore everything else. Quit. Yeah. Go away. Oh, freaking men's rights activists. Yeah. So, I mean, that yeah. happened. And, yeah. And it's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, I, I mean, I was sort of a passive when it came to Samsung. I was even, like, considering getting an Android. Mm -hmm. Very, like, small percentage. Now I'm like, I am, I am going I to get be a Samsung. against Samsung now yeah. because of that. Like, just, you know, what? You know, they turned a passive into a detractor. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I would have potentially enjoyed, you know, using the company's products, but because of that, I'm like, I don't care how good your products are. If, if that kind of a thing gets through your, your executive filters, so you know, if you want out there. that to represent your company, then, then you are a piece of <laughs> as a company. I'm sorry. Like, you, you, have, you have extremely poor well, taste. Like CNN calls it Samsung's slightly sexist S4 event. Slightly. Slightly, slightly because it's CNN. Yeah. yeah. Badphilosophy.com Japan is a nation landlocked by sea.